Ogumba Wallet for the win. You are locked on women's basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello again, everybody. Eric Lindsay Ayala here, and I am coming to you. Well, it's live for me, but this is like right after the 2021 WNBA draft. And for those who don't follow me, you can uh, check out at elindsay08, and that's me on social media, E-L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-0-8. I sat here for two hours watching the draft and engaging with fans. I was streaming on three different platforms, but I'm going to cut up some of that audio and give you reactions to the first and second round picks. The third round went pretty fast, so I I don't know how many reactions I can realistically give you from the third round, but I'll give you uh, just this quick bonus episode. We gave you so many predictions. We gave you so many rundowns of the draft. I know Howard Megdal's going to go in even more detail, but I just thought it would be fun for you to hear me react in real time to the draft, because let me tell you, it went nothing, and I mean nothing like anyone expected, which I thought was fantastic. As someone who traditionally can't lock in as much for the college game until the tournament because of my hockey obligations. I just thought it was fun. I thought it was chaos because I rely very heavily on mock drafts whilst also not trusting mock drafts very much. And this is exactly why I don't trust mock drafts. We got Charlie Collier at number one. We got a walk at number two and then total chaos and I love it so here's me reacting to the number three pick in the 2021 WNBA draft I already missed the first pick I was talking to y'all from Finland so no surprise with the second pick where 6'5", 19-year-old from Finland might be the most pro-ready big in the draft. <laughs> yeah. Yes, only 19. But Holly Rowe was ready. Holly Rowe was definitely, definitely ready. Great wingspan, can lock shots, can handle in the open floor. Yeah, I was too busy messing around with Arthur. I missed to see this is what happens, but that's all right. We'll see. She mentioned wanting to stay there. Uh, so what's interesting is that, um, so Charlie Collier, as expected, went number one. Uh, then Owakuir goes number two. Um, now we see that there's all these new graphics that uh, ESPN has for the WNBA draft. And uh, they're saying that the next, the best available, the next best available is, uh, is Girantes from Rutgers, which I think is really interesting. And according to the draft order, uh, that would be the Atlanta Dream on the clock. Yeah, it's interesting 
All right, hold on. Let's hear from Owak. This is such a huge day for you. I know that you are already playing a game today, have to hurry and change to get ready for this moment. That's wild. You are in Italy where your team is playing in the Italian playoffs. Uh, first of all, did you win your game? Yes, we did. We, we did win the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. I know you are so proud. I wonder proud if they're going to update the draft board. Country, it doesn't Finland, look like it. Um, and that your family mm. are there watching the draft. What do you have to say for your family that they have supported you so much through this journey? Uh, I just want to say I'm so thankful for my mom and dad and my siblings. I'm so grateful to have a family like that to support me with everything I do. So I just want to say I'm so I'm so happy and so thankful. So I got so busy talking to my <laughs> live stream peeps. There was also a troll situation and then a massive troll situation. Uh, anyway, uh, but um, I missed the first pick. Charlie Collier did indeed go number one. You heard Awakuir go number two overall, both to Dallas. And... Um, the next thing uh, that we have to talk about is, of course, the number three pick. And a lot of people believe that Girantes from Rutgers would go number three. In fact, on the board, on the graphics for ESPN, it was best available. And Girantes was right there. But here's who actually went number three. Um, I think it's really exciting that we get a full show with graphics and everything. And here's Kathy Engelbert with this pink getup. Here comes the third, th pick third pick. In the 2021 WNBA draft, mm. the Atlanta Dream select Gary McDonald. Oh! Ari McDonald goes three! Ari McDonald goes three. Okay. Okay. This is probably How about the five, six the first surprise that we've had. Player of the year, co-defensive player of the year. Ari McDonald going three. I like this for Atlanta. Kennedy Carter. Ari McDonald. Are you are you kidding me? I really like this. So again, Aria Girantes was projected. Let me turn this down. Uh, Girantes from Rutgers was projected higher than Ari McDonald. I, for one, was curious if Ari McDonald's size was going to impact her. Unfortunately, I would say we haven't really seen smaller guards get a lot of time in the WNBA recently, although Rookie of the Year, who went in the second round, Crystal Dangerfield might have something to say about that. But uh, Girantes was expected to go three by a lot of people, including ESPN. So Ari McDonald, that's fantastic. And talking about roster spaces, I kind of like this. I think this gives Ari McDonald a real opportunity, but also can maybe be some fuel in that fire for Kennedy Carter. I mean, um, Courtney Williams can play the point, but I think is really better off of the ball. I kind of like this. Let's tap into Holly Rowe talking to Aaron McDonald. When we get into the national championship game. 
I just let my game come myself, and um, my teammates would set me up, setting screens. The coaches put me in great positions, and I was just doing my job by converting and being me. You are such a great another all white outfit. Even though you're an undersized guard, your speed is a difference maker. How have mm -hmm. you learned to get your shot off against bigger, stronger players? A skill that will serve you well in the WNBA. I just gotta read and read how they're playing me. Um, I'm not the. I like Ari McDonald's um, outfit. The backdrop is great. Got the family there. So a little bit. Ari McDonald goes number three overall. And basically from there, everyone's, and I mean everyone's, mock draft was moot. Nobody was getting this draft right. Nobody was getting this right. Um you can go over to YouTube and see my full reaction, but let me give you what we get in the WNBA um, first round of the draft. So after Ari McDonald at three, we had um, Indiana at four, and they go with Kaisner Gondrzic. I probably should have practiced that i apologize kaiser but uh indiana goes with kaiser then at number five to dallas chelsea dungy number six to new york michaela onyanwade <clears throat> from ucla number seven to los angeles jasmine walker number eight to Chicago, Shyla Heal from Australia. I was just listening in to um, James Wade, and he remarked that, you know, Shyla's 19 years old, uh, same age as Awak, uh, and there are a few other international players uh, that are at, at this age. And he made the remark that, you know, Shyla coming in at, at the eighth overall pick, same age as Caitlin Clark, same age and in the same age range as Paige Beckers and was basically saying, you know, if, if they played in the NCAA, they'd, they'd be tearing it up. Uh, so really likes what Shyla can bring. Shyla Heal, and I mentioned this on the stream, got high praise from Lauren Jackson and LaChina Robinson also mentioned it, uh, but Around the Rim podcast hosted a Twitter Spaces and uh, Lauren Jackson joined, which was fantastic, but um, had a lot of good things to say about the upcoming talent. Uh, Renaya Davis goes to Minnesota at nine, Tennessee guard slash forward. Stephanie Watts from USC, staying local. Uh, to her college, anyway. Or Stephanie Watts goes to Los Angeles. Aaliyah Wilson at number 11 from Texas A&M to Seattle. And closing out the first round, Ileana Rupert. Rupert, I guess is how you would say it in French. Um, the uh, One of the 19-year-olds, uh, a forward from France, goes to Viva Las Vegas. Viva La France, Viva Las Vegas. So that was the first round. Not at all like, okay, so who are the players that I remember seeing in most first rounds? Renaya Davis, Ari McDonald, 
Charlie and Awok, definitely. Michaela, I think, in some. But yeah, that was the first round. So then we get to round number two. Dana Evans goes uh, to the Dallas Wings. This was originally a New York Liberty pick. But Dana Evans goes to Dallas. Destiny Slocum goes to Las Vegas. Raquel Correa from Spain, you might have heard me talk about her on Lockdown Women's Basketball, goes to Atlanta. Natasha Mack goes fourth overall, or excuse me, fourth in the second round. So 16th overall to Chicago. James Wade really likes that they were able to get Natasha Mack. Dee Dee Richards goes to New York. Um, let's chime in. Let's go back to me talking about Dee Dee Richards and, uh, what I make of New York Liberty getting Dee Dee in the second round. She was projected in the second round. Most drafts had her going in the second round. Here's me talking live. It was interesting. They just had a thing on the screen that says New York needs offensive improvement. Agreed. We'll see. I'm excited to see um, Sammy Wickham in New York. I'm not going to lie. I'm excited. This is true. They'll have the best jerseys. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. 19 combined wins. Over the last three seasons. Oof. Dang, New York. 19 combined wins in the last three seasons. And they were a 20-plus team for three consecutive years before that. You see, this is why I, I had to give up on the Knicks because I have enough heartache in New York already. Okay, wait a minute. I'm going to be honest. I never even thought of this. But now... I kind of want to see it because Benijah Laney, D.D. Richards give me faith that maybe the New York Liberty can play defense this year. Natasha Howard, too. But let's be honest. The New York Liberty offensively going off of history are going to need Howard to focus in on offense. Historically speaking, New York is not great. It's just not great offensively. The second round rolls on here. The 17th pick is in the New York Liberty. have selected D.D. Richards out of Baylor. Just an outstanding elite defender. She was a national defensive player of the year last season. And D.D. Richards at 6'2". I know. And that's what I'm doing for sure. It is. It is a Def Jam record. All right. All right. I like this. Okay. This is my favorite pick. This is my favorite pick. This is my favorite pick. Not just because it's the New York Liberty. Maybe a little bit because it's the New York Liberty, but D.D. Richards defense. Let's go. Let's go. I'm here for this pick. I am here for this pick. I want to hear from the New York Liberty if they thought they were going to get D.D. Richards in the second round. But you know what? 
I love this. I love this. Who was it? Who was it that mentioned Dee Dee Richards and got me thinking? You get all all the all the applause, all the flowers. I'm throwing the flowers because that this might be my favorite pick. This pick to me makes sense. Some of these other picks, I don't know, but I know the New York Liberty the most. So maybe that's why I can I can conceptualize this pick in the second. Dee Dee Richards, they had Dee Dee going in the second round. I thought that was interesting. I wonder if it was because of the back situation. I know a lot of people have drama with Baylor, so I don't know if that was that. Defense. Ah, listen, listen. See, now I'm hype. Can y'all tell? Now I'm hype. I don't know if, like, let's go defense i like it i like it defense let's go apparently apparently or i don't know if people are playing i don't know what's happening this draft has gone very differently than i think everybody has expected to be honest which is kind of exciting so as i alluded to the draft went differently than a lot of the mock-ups actually than all of the mock drafts that i personally saw so if you got the draft 100 percent correct reveal yourself you are a genius and you deserve praise from the women's basketball community <laughs> um but i think it was fun i think it's fun for it to be a little bit unexpected there was a lot of I don't want to say trepidation, but there was a lot of conversation on if and how and in what ways COVID canceling the NCAA tournament last year, impacting the NCAA season this year, would impact the 2021 WNBA draft. And we might not know the full extent. Let's get through training camp. Let's see who gets uh, signed to training camp. We see there are some players that have been announced that they got a training camp contract even though they were not drafted. So if you haven't heard the name of your favorite or you haven't seen them on the draft board, fear not. There's still an opportunity for them to make a WNBA roster. All right, I'm going to close out. Again, make sure you are listening to Gabe Ibrahim and Amy Audibert. They gave you a Wednesday special with their mock draft. Let's see how well they did. Um, my Thursday episode is a, the first of a two-parter where we're talking the WNBA expansion project with the Jersey Club. So obviously we need expansion. I think we're all in the same boat when it comes to that. So this is kind of a fun way to talk about WNBA expansion. So I'll come back on Tuesday with part two. And tomorrow you get to hear from Howard Megdal, who I know will recap the draft in more detail here. This was just some fun and games here, but also listen out for Howard on Locked On Today on Friday. So you get a double dose of Howard Megdal. If we could only be so lucky. I'm trying to get a double dose of my COVID vaccine so I can feel confident and comfortable covering women's basketball and women's sports. Again, I hope you are safe. I hope you enjoyed this. And on behalf of the entire Locked On Women's Basketball family and the Locked On Podcast Network family, thank you for being a loyal listener. We hope that you will join us again next week. 
Until then, though, Erica Lindsay Ayala, signing out.